And you are listening to uh, the 69th edition of FOW Live uh, here on the FOW Radio Network on the Podbin app. I am Patrick. With me as always, the boys, Denny Danger and Eric. Uh, Mika Villas, of course, uh, in parts unknown as only Mika Villas knows how to be. Uh, or as I would call it, wherever the nearest wine it was available. Uh, but fellas, how are you doing? It, it is Thursday night, and we're back. We are back again. Once again, we are here, ready to talk this week's exciting stories in the always wild and wacky world of professional wrestling. Yeah, it's Thursday, my dudes. It is. So here we are. Uh, well, I guess uh, we might as well get started with uh, money. I mean, money in the bank. No, that's not. It. That's coming up. Uh, it is hell in the cell. Uh, and of course, this happened um, this past Sunday. Um, overall, uh, guys, before we get to the matches, we guys looking forward to the show. Were you guys on the fence, or were you like, you know, if I Keep it, I won't miss it. Yeah, I, I was kind of on the fence, I guess. I mean, there were a couple things that were, you know, slightly interested in, but I still don't like just having a money in the bank or a, a hell. I'm getting, you got me saying it again. But having a hell in a cell match merely because it's the hell in a cell pay per view. You know, like, I, I still feel that. You know, given the the history of the Hell in a Cell match, it should be used only when a grudge has gone that far, and so it should be used more sparingly rather than just oh, it's the Hell in a Cell pay per view. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna throw you know three pairs of people into a Hell in a Cell match that are currently feuding, regardless of whether their their rivalry has escalated to the point of necessitating such violence. Um. I mean, I wasn't not looking forward to it, but at the same time, I wasn't, you know, gung ho about it. Like you said, I don't think, uh, <clears throat> I don't think Hell in a Cell should be used just as a gimmick match. It should be, um, it should end a feud or you know, a blood feud at that. Not just, hey, we've been fighting for six weeks. Um, like, I feel like the only Hell in a Cell match that actually deserved the Hell in a Cell was Lashley and uh, and Drew, just because they've been battling since before Mania. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't not looking forward to it. Well, I mean, to, we, we didn't just have, you know, one Hell in a Cell. We didn't just have two hell in cells we didn't have three hell in cells if you think about it we had four hell in the cell matches in a four day span um of course no hate in the crate uh smack smackdown wanted to have a hell in the cell on their show two days before the main uh hell in the cell show and then um usa network there uh Getting a, a little jelly, and they wanted a hell in a cell, so they got a hell in a cell. 
Um, at what point is is too much hell in the cell as somebody's turning into a robot? R2-D2 is going off back Yeah, there. sorry. I'm, I'm drinking out of a tumbler that has um, buttons that can either make it change colors or uh, make noises, and I accidentally hit a noise button. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was a good year, though. Good year, though, Danger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So my question, which I, I already forgot what it was. Um, Were we looking for four Hell in a Cell matches? Four Hell in a Cell matches. Not too many in, Hell in a Cell matches. In the span of four days, days yeah. Mm-hmm. The damn hate in a crate. I still am not really a fan of the Red Cell. Um, and we kind of talked about it. You know, it's not as much of an eyesore as it was the very first time they introduced it. I think we've gotten I think a little it was more a used very to it. Bad eyesore. I've but gotten used to it. It's still pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it's still bad. It looks like stale it makes licorice. It, it makes it look kind of cartoony and therefore yeah. less less dangerous. You know, it's supposed to be this dangerous, intimidating, imposing structure, you know, that's known for inflicting such damage, you know, mentally and physically on the participants. But when it's brightly colored red like that, it kind of makes it look like it's a cartoon. And then you kind of forget yep. about how dangerous it is because it seems kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, takes away the well, mystique of the hell in a cell. Um, here we go. Six matches overall. We kick off with hell in a cell for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bianca Belair defeats Bailey to retain her championship. The era. I don't think there were any questions about that. Or there were no doubt. It, it was. I did find it um, different how you know they took Bianca's hair and tied it into the on the rope. That was uh, yeah. That's different. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, some some interesting spots, definitely. You know, and then when they had the uh, the Singapore canes draped across, um, bridged across from the ring to the uh, the cage. And the Bailey kind of got slammed through them. I thought that was a little interesting as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it didn't seem as though Bailey was going to take the title going into the match. Um, right. It seems like they still got a lot to do with Bianca as champion. Um, you know, she's still on a really great roll since she's been for you know pretty much most of the year. Um, <clears throat> So I think that, you know, that train keeps on rolling. They're they're still happy with her. The fans are still behind her. Um, you know, and so I that you know, definitely makes sense for her to to retain and continue on that dominant on her dominant ways. Yeah, um I liked the match. Um uh, I think Bailey just keeps getting better and better. Um I I'm okay with the outcome. Um you know, I, I I don't think any of us really expected Bailey to to actually pull away with the belt, but um, 
you know, as long as as long as she's there, she's going to be a threat because I mean, she is Bailey. Um, and you know, I, I like you were talking about the inventive spots. I really liked. I liked how they used Bianca's hair, but not like you know, just oh, I've got your hair, I've got your hair, like they did with Sasha, but like. Bailey was trying some inventive stuff. Like she tied her hair to the ropes. She tied her hair to the chair. Like I, I enjoyed those spots. And I mean, those two can go. And they went and they put on a hell of a match inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Hell of hell in a match. Hell of um, a match in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. There you go. Twice a hell in one match. Um Yep, it was it was really cool. Um and I think, you know, it's like, the, the you know, people talk about the roster being depleted, you know, uh, and whatnot. But, you know, when you got talent like Bailey and, you know, Bianca and people like that, it's okay, you can highlight them. You can see them wrestle, uh, you know, hopefully not like five or six times in a row like we see uh, in the, in, we saw in the other Hell in Cell match. Uh yeah, I think I think it works and I liked it. Uh, next up, Seth Rollins defeats Cesaro in a singles match. I really like the match. Um, I think still uh you know the WrestleMania matches uh more for me I think partly to support their life. But uh yeah, I'm surprised they got this much time. Um, I guess you know kudos Seth Rollins right, so he's gonna get time. Um. Yeah, but fun match, and uh, yeah, I, I love how even in, in defeat, they still made Cesaro look good and let him get his, you know, his moments there. Yeah, um, a lot of people are saying that um, this is Cesaro getting pushed back down the card. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe that or not. Um, I hope not. Cesaro's still got a lot that he can, you know, do. Um, but I enjoyed the match. I think that the two work very, very well together. So anytime that they square up, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, I mean, he was in the, you know, in the title picture. Now he's back to the feud he was at before going into the title picture. So I don't know if it's technically a step back because, you know, again, Rollins himself is, you know, is somebody who, you know, is a former champion. So he's always going to, he's always going to be seen as a top guy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I don't know if it's really a step down or not, but, um, you know, yeah, they work well together and this just, you know, continued that, uh, you know, where they left off from mania. Yeah, the way I look at it is, you work a top guy, you start to be called top guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. you work you work top yeah. guys enough, you prove that you got to prove that you belong there for the long term, not just that you get one shot and you can hang. You got to prove continuously that you belong there, and you you know, in theory, your spot is always being threatened. You know, one bad performance. You know, you know, a few turns into a few bad performances, and you find yourself way, way, way down the card. So, you have to constantly prove yourself to, you know, not only to management but to the fans as well, um, that you deserve to be 
viewed as you know among the best in the world and i mean you gotta also think about it too like i mean he's been feuding with uh seth and roman since like march so i mean is it really quote unquote getting pushed down the card to be feuding with the two top guys on smackdown i really don't think so but no uh, apparently twitter does but you know well twitter's, twitter's stupid you know yeah, it's nothing but a bunch of marks. But follow but, us hey, on Twitter. Look, yeah, I, yeah, I follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we're, we're not, not marks. We're not, yeah, we're not. We're. I mean, we're not the bad kind of marks. Yeah, no. We're, we're not, we no, tweet fun not. things. Uh, if we tweet, uh, I tweet yeah. all the damn time. Mm-hmm. I know. I see you there. Um, uh, we're going somewhere with this. Yes. Okay. So next up, uh, Hell in a Cell, uh, we go to the shortest match of the night with uh, you know, the goddess of the, uh, of, of the United States, of, of, of the WWE, um, Alexa Bliss, defeating Shayna Baszler, shows how amazingly tough, adorable, never give up attitude the goddess has. Why, why, does, she, why does she suddenly have... Like fucking superpowers, like she's she's always had great superpowers. She just you know, my, like she, she has weird mind. mind control powers and stuff. Listen, it's not a Jax. There's not much in there, anyways. So, I'm already, but she also she also controlled Shayna and Reggie. when Shayna was in that submission. You know, we're gonna stomp her arm or whatever, and then she's like, "No, don't do it." And Shayna's like, "Okay, I won't do it now." Um, uh, nice rubbing stupid, up her stupid weird Jedi mind tricks or some shit. Yeah. Um, but There's yeah, nothing stupid I, about the Jedi way. Oh, no, it's it's pretty it's Jedi. pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Fuck the Jedi. Um, but so somebody who's getting R two D two drink. He's a droid. He's not a Jedi. <laughs> um, sort of Jedi. Go ahead, dude. But, Sorry. Um, since Alexa, you know, be, you know, was was. Turn to this. Turn to the dark side. To use more Star Wars lingo. Turn to the dark side by by the fiend. Her whole character has just been completely off off the rails, and mm-hmm. you know the thing with the doll and the stupid swinging in the swing, and you know now apparently she has superpowers we didn't know about. I just yeah, fucking done. Go back to go back to Sparkle Girl and start over. Yeah, let's just let's just go back to the way we time were to, in NXT. Time Literally to burn it down. Sparkle bliss, yeah. Start yeah, over. Go back, go back to that and start the whole start the whole thing over again. When it when it first yes. started, when it first started, it was cool. Like you know, I was intrigued to see. I where was intrigued. It was going. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just stupid. It's just cartoony it's, and it's, stupid. It's gone. It's gone too far. It's called entertainment, people. It, but it's, it's only not entertaining. entertaining. I was going to say, it's only entertaining if it's entertaining, and it's not entertaining. Yeah, it's not entertaining. Like, I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch Monday Night Raw and see her as this gothic, you know, mind control freakazoid, and then, you know, right after Monday Night Raw, Ms. and Mrs. comes on, and she's just Avril Lavigne hanging out with fucking uh, Ryan Cabrera. Like, no. No. And then she's all tweety tweety on Twitter about you know all of her life and all that fun stuff. Like no, yeah. At least Bray Wyatt stays in character. That's what makes him believable. 
Yeah. But but if you pay her the six hundred dollars, she'll do your uh, your cameo <laughs> in, in character at least. Your thirty second cameo that just your says tw- hi. Your twenty to thirty second cameo <laughs> that says hi, your name, one random factoid about you, and then bye bye. <laughs> six hundred bucks worth. Down the fucking toilet. Just to get some girl you think is hot that you'll never ever meet to say your first name. Okay, that's pretty much all you're paying for. You could go to the you could go to the strip club and they will actually have a conversation back and forth with you. And you can see okay? that too. And, and you can see them naked, and you probably won't have to pay them six hundred dollars. Okay, if you, you pay, pay them six hundred dollars, you might get them home. You might get them home with you. Yeah, you pay ten dollars for a lap dance, and they'll probably ask your first name. Okay. <laughs> And that's, you know, and like you said, you'll get to see them naked. They might touch your junk accidentally <laughs> or something. It's way more exciting and a whole lot cheaper. Love Alexa Bliss, hate the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is, is, is an outstanding performer, but I just, I, I, I just don't get into this. I just don't. It's, and it it's really too just, far out. It's too yeah. far out there for me. And it disappoints me that we're using a legitimate badass like Shayna to get it over because Shayna should be killing people on the roster. I think yeah, we pretty much Shana... say that every single week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want Shayna to go back to how she was in NXT when she was when you'd hear her music and like it would strike fear into her opponents because they knew that she wasn't only coming out there to beat them; she was going to injure them. She was going to hurt them intentionally to try and remove them from her path. So I mean, she just struck think fear of... into the roster. Exactly. Like, think of what she did to Dakota Kai. She broke Dakota's yeah. like elbow. I saw that live. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah, um, snapped her elbow and struck fear into the rest of the division because of that. They were all afraid that she was going to send them to the Denver hospital. Moon out. Yeah, like yep. geez Louise. And now she's scared of a freaking doll. <laughs> and going and hanging out bored at the shopping mall with with Nia Jackson, Jackson yeah. Reginald. Maybe she'll get drafted Wait. to SmackDown. <laughs> Maybe, or or drafted back to NXT. Can can NXT be involved in drafting? Yeah, yeah. Send her home. No, never. Um, Ember Moon looks like she needs to get choked out again. No, don't say that. She needs she needs Shayna needs Jessamine and Marina is what she needs. She needs her goon squad. Jessamine's fired. Let's play. No, she's not. She's isn't she working with up up down down? Yeah, she's not like an active competitor, but she's still employed by the company, which means she probably has benefits and stuff. Yeah. I think she just, I think they released her from her active duty contract. Yeah. I probably signed her to a new deal or something. Active duty. I don't know. I guess she's, yeah, there you go. It's like it's the military. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, hate the character. Love the, love the, love the person behind it. All right. Uh, next up was, uh, my match of the night. Uh, in in a, in a rando here, Sami Zayn uh, defeating Kevin Owens, sending Kevin Owens to a hiatus. I think uh, pre planned hiatus, nonetheless. Uh, uh, I tell you, these two guys are, are, are the two kind of people that I could just watch wrestle over and over again, and I wouldn't get tired of it. These so guys, what you're saying is you would want them to fight forever? Yeah, I just didn't want to say that because that's too. Twitter door shame. I mean, that was technic. That was technically Kevin Owens that said that. 
Yeah, was but... Zane that said that they were destined to fight forever. Yeah, yeah, but then, you know, once they say something like that, it catches on and then it's no longer fun. And it's not cool uh, anymore. It's not cool mm-hmm. if other people like it, okay? Yeah, exactly. That's why, like so, that's why Alexa is so cool because, you know, nobody really gets in likes it. Alexa. Uh, there you go. But yeah, I I love I love the the chemistry. I mean, I've always loved the chemistry, uh, even way back in the RHD. But here they are having lost a step. Had a fantastic match at WrestleMania. Continued to uh, having a great feud over SmackDown, and here they are fighting again. And it's just it's just fun, you know. When when you're sometimes stuck with not looking forward to a match or two here. Uh, and dreading it, and then you get this kind of match. I'm like, yeah, this is this is why I I pay whatever it is that I pay for my subscription. Uh, and uh, yeah, rock on! But it was really fun. Well, they, Sammy Zayn getting a win goes to Sammy. They they constantly find ways to engage the audience and keep it. Interesting and fresh, despite the fact that they've been fighting for 15 years, basically. <laughs> it's, I mean, this point, you know, the last last couple years, the roles have reversed a little bit. You know, traditionally, Kevin Owens yeah. was, was kind of more in the heel role. You know, El Generico, Sami Zayn was in the underdog baby face. But now the roles are kind of reversed. Sami's the, the dastardly trickster you know, heel kind of where Sam and then Kevin is, you know, you're tough, no nonsense, you know, every man fighter. Um, so they've changed the roles some, and that's also kind of helped keep it fresh and interesting. But, you know, Eric and I were talking earlier this week about, you know, Lashley and McIntyre, you know, as long as they've been fighting and they essentially, their matches don't really seem that different. The matches all seem pretty much the same. So it was hard to get excited for another Lashley and Drew McIntyre match, mm-hmm. even though it was going to be in hell in a cell. But, you know, here, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have, lit- you know, like I said, they've been fighting together and teaming together and fighting together and teaming together for the majority of their careers. And they still find ways to make it fun, to make it exciting to get the fans excited to see the match and invested in the match. Um, you know, I think, I think that's, that's purely a testament to, to both of them and the hard work they put into, into the, into wrestling to develop it into something you care about, not just a cool match, but into a match that you also care about. And, you know, I don't know where the disconnect is, you know, uh, with Lashley and Drew, and you know, versus McIntyre, you know, versus Owens and Zane, but you know, it's you definitely don't get that same feeling with with those guys, and they've been fighting for you know <coughs> a, a lot less time, but it you know it absolute you know hats off to to Zane and Owens who continue to just make it great and then you know they they'll you know this this will separate them I think I heard that you know Kevin Owens and his wife might be expecting another child so that's probably why the planned hiatus is here and then it'll keep them apart you know even when Owens comes back he doesn't need to jump right at Zane again 
you can start him in something else and something else. And eventually they'll probably find their way back to each other because you know, they're like magnets. Essentially they're going to, they're going to be drawn to each other and the fans are going to want to see it. Um, So, you know, so it's, it's great work by both of those guys yet again. Um, And when it does eventually happen again, as it, as it most certainly will, they're probably going to find ways to make it fun and exciting all over again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was my match of the night too, but anytime that Zane and Owens lock up, I kind of expect it to be match of the night. They just, and, and it transcends wrestling because, you know, they're best friends in and out of the ring. Um, you know, Cole kind of touched on it briefly that they were both in each other's weddings and how could they do this to each other? Blah, 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 blah. And I think that them being as close as they are in real life, gives them that much more chemistry in the ring. Um, love watching the two fight. Um, I do believe it was a planned absence, but also at the same time, I do believe Kevin Owens actually got hurt that match. Um, Cause the whole like second half of the match, his, his arm was just kind of dangling. Um, and I mean, Kevin's a good seller, but I don't know if he can sell that well. Um, so there might've been some kind of dislocated shoulder there or something. Um, I don't know, but kudos to Kevin. He deserves to go home, take a break. Um, he's worked his ass off during quarantine. Um, cause even, even through the first half of 2020, like at WrestleMania, when he was fighting, uh, Seth Rollins, most of his stuff was the most captivating stuff on the show. So, I, I think he's earned a break. I think I think he deserves to, to to head home for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Kudos to kudos to both guys. Fantastic, uh, great. And uh, next up, another fun match here. This one for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, uh, ending in a disqualification for Rhea Ripley, Stupid. earning uh, Charlotte Flair the W. But not the title. Uh, yeah, so Rhea remains uh, the champ. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Here, I mean, this definitely smells uh, rematch uh, to, I'm sure, Eric's big demise. Yeah, they've already Smang. confirmed it to, for uh, whatchamacallit, Money in the Bank. So at least Charlotte yeah. won't win Money in the Bank, we think. Um, yeah, as of now, she's not entered into the Money in the Bank ladder match. And typically, if you're the champion or competing for the championship on that night, you are not in the ladder match. But, you know, it's Charlotte anything can Flair. happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. And Especially if your last name's Flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just bend over backwards for you, let you, let you break all the rules. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see Charlotte in the title picture. I don't want to see her <laughs> absorb a bunch of TV time. I don't really want to see her on my TV at all. Um, you know, and getting the disqualification, you know, of course, Charlotte still gets the win, which is what matters. But she didn't, you know, she didn't put the new, she didn't put the new girl over. She didn't take the W, you know, because Lord forbid. Um, but, but let me ask this. How many times have we seen wrestlers use the um, the table thing? They're They're always use it. Yeah. Yeah. They always use it. So why all of a sudden is it a DQ now? 
in because it fit the story. But it realistically, <laughs> it the rules are you know up to the discretion of the official. Depending, it's it goes by what they enforce. You know, WWE doesn't use that often. They pretty much make the referees invisible and you know just mindless, basically, to where you can't tell one ref apart from another. Um, you know, but in most sports, you know, an umpire, a referee of some kind. You know, they're going to, they're going to, you know, different referees are going to call things differently based on what they see because they're, they're only human. They're going to have their own thoughts and opinions. Um, uh, so robot refs. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But, um, they, you know, that was kind of wide, but yeah, it is kind of strange because in countless matches count, especially title matches, you know, they always let a lot more go as long as it happens on the outside. If you bring a chair in the ring and use it, that's a different story. But, you know, battles on the outside, typically they just kind of, you know, the referee kind of wags a finger at you, but they don't throw out a disqualification. So was a little weird for it to result in a DQ, but, you know, that's a way they can do it. Neither person... Technically gets pinned. The feud continues because they still have a score to settle. Um, yada yada yada. But I don't want the feud yeah. to continue. I just don't want Charlotte on my TV. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the only way to escape that is by turning the channel. Um, my friend who is a casual viewer of the wrestles, um, he lives in Greenland right now, and they really only get the pay per views. So he really only watches the pay-per-views, but he thinks Charlotte's just absolutely amazing, and I'm trying to convince him that he's stupid. Um, <clears throat> he's belie- he's believing what they want him to believe. That's he what also it is. They believes wa- that John Cena to- is the best wrestler of all time. So Because they want you to believe that John Cena is the best wrestler of all time. If you just literally turn your brain off and you just suck in and believe everything WWE's cramming down your throat, then you will. And some fans do that, and that's all they want to. That's all they how they want to watch wrestling, and that's fine. Half of the you know, John you, Cena shit's just to piss me off, though, because he knows that all. Uh, now Cena. he now he does it. Now he does it just to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, um, I mean, the match was fine. I don't have a problem with Charlotte in the ring, outside of her sloppy ass moonsault that she can never hit correctly. But that's and then when she's there. like. Kicking at somebody who's three feet away from her, which she's fighting John too. Cena. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. John Cena's in the ring there with her. Yeah, but I mean, it was a pretty good match. Um, my only issue with Charlotte is just her oversaturation, oversaturation, and how much they freaking pushed her to the moon. Um, it's just I don't know. I I, I kind of know what's I, I kind of know I feel like what's gonna happen is we're trying to get the title on Charlotte so we can have Becky and Charlotte one more time. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Whatever, I guess. It's like you know, just like you gotta you cut for for years there. You constantly had to put Randy Orton and John Cena against each other. Yeah, you know, they're destined to do it forever too. <sighs> but yeah. do, do you think? The excitement will be huge if, you know, he beats, I mean, she, be, Becky beats Charlotte versus. If, 
if Becky beats if Becky comes back, it's gonna be huge. Whoever yeah. Becky fights, it's gonna be a main event feud. Because Becky's the main event player that everybody wants to see come back. Exactly. So why not have her come and raise somebody else up to the main event level rather than just battle the same person over and over again? And have not her come and challenge yeah, Rhea. It solidifies Rhea as a main event level player because she's now battling yep. multiple main event people and proving that she can that she deserves to be with well, them. And or not to you, mention that Charlotte still won't let Becky beat her clean. Yeah. Charlotte or Becky has never pinned Charlotte. So there you go. Yeah. That's All right. Her. Next up, your main event. Why does this match go 25 minutes long? Because <laughs> they knew that we hated it. Bobby <laughs> Lashley defeats Drew McIntyre to retain uh, the WWE Championship in hell in a cell. That fucking hate in a crate. Well, hopefully this is a proper blow-off to this feud for the time being. <clears throat> it's not only it's hell in a cell, it's for the championship, the main event of the show. You know, to me, that screams the finale. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. They could be fighting again next week, but well, traditionally, the stipulation, the stipulation was well, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, when it loses, he can't challenge yeah, for it. He can't challenge Bobby again. Yeah, so. So that's you know, but you know if he wins if he wins money in the bank, then the money in the bank supersedes that or whatever you know. Like yep. there's ways they can make it happen again, but let's hope that for now, especially since Bobby Lashley has now defeated Drew multiple times, definitively, multiple times. that that Drew is now moving on to another program. And Bobby Lashley moves on to different opponents. Um, you know. They're both really good. They're just, unfortunately, they're not that. They're not great together. Yep. Um, you know, so I think it's definitely time for fans to see these guys get into some heated matches with other people, and um, and show their diversity, and you know, make these fans make fans remember why they like these guys or didn't like these guys in the first place. You know, I'm. You know, it <coughs> see banter on Twitter and intrigued by the possible, you know, possibility of, you know, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus teaming together. You know, that would be something slightly different than what we've seen. It would show the versatility of Drew. We know Sheamus is an accomplished tag wrestler, multi-time champion with with Cesaro. Um, so it would do something different. It would keep Drew in a prominent position, but keep him away from the main event title picture. Um, and then Lashley could go on to fight other competitors. You know, he's essentially the money in the bank, not only features, you know, not will only feature the winner, but the other participants are essentially top contenders is the theory. So any one of them, whether they win or lose could find themselves in a title match very quickly. How do you um, explain Ricochet? <laughs> Because he beat he beat he beat <laughs> Mustafa Ali in that feud on main event. That's Jesus Christ! And it's a ladder match. They want him to do some crazy. They want somebody to do some crazy bumps. And super they need duper to find flippy some, shit. Yeah, they need, need somebody to do super duper flippy shit. Take a couple crazy bumps. You know, 
and they find somebody on main event they don't really care about. So if he gets hurt, it's no big loss. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I love Bobby. I love Drew. Uh, I don't love them together. Um, even in Impact, uh, me and you touched on this, Danny. Um, their matches were so formula, like formulated, and they all looked the exact same. Even... Even to the point Hell in a Cell looked exactly like every single other match that they've ever had, um, which is not good. Um, you know, I'm glad that they're not going to lock up anytime soon. Uh, it seems like Lashley and Kofi is the next uh, feud, which intrigues me a little bit. Um what what remains for Drew? Does he stay on Raw team with Sheamus? Does he go to SmackDown when we draft and uh, you know have a have a tribal chief off? Um, possibilities are endless for Drew. I'm excited to see where it takes him. Um, but overall, I mean, the match was fine. Um, it just it, it was the same match that they had the last month and the. The same match they had the month before that, and the same match they had the month before that. And... Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we got something to look forward to July 18, 2021. Fort Worth, Texas gets the first pay per view in front of live fans that is not called WrestleMania. Um, the first and... event with live fans because WrestleMania didn't happen. That, that is yeah. not called WrestleMania. <clears throat> Uh, so the we know we got money in the bank ladder matches. Uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, and Riddle uh, representing Raw. Uh, of course, the winner of a second chance match between uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre uh, will also uh, enter. Plus four more people from I'm assuming SmackDown. And then uh, on the women's side, you got. Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross, and uh, four more women to be determined. I'm also sure from uh, from SmackDown. Bobby Lashley will be defending the WWE Championship versus Kofi Kingston after uh, Lashley demolished Xavier Woods at uh, Hell in a Cell Part Four. And uh, yeah, like we said, <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Uh, versus Charlotte Flair in a rematch um, for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. So already, um, pretty good card. Yeah, fun. fun so far, four matches. Uh, we, we'll probably see a bunch of other stuff develop. Uh, of course, you know it can't be a major pay per view in front of fans without the head of the table present. Uh, so. You know, whether he fights an Uso, a Mysterio, or a whoever, you know, uh, give us a scrap daddy match that we never get to see since uh, it is his birthday after all today. Ooh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's that's a great way to enter. Easy for you uh, to say. Uh, so, yeah. Um, with that, uh, you know, we got uh, other stuff to look forward to, of course. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, it was nice to see, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano laid out uh, by one Karrion Cross, who continues to pick on the little people. First, 
he goes picks on um, on Escobar now Gargano. I'm like, why not pick on somebody your own size? That's why they took his entrance away, piece of shit. He's a bully. That's what bullies do. It's okay. And, Samoa and, Joe's and gonna bully that title off of him. I was gonna say, to be honest, apart from Joe, is there really anyone who's crosses size in NXT right now? I mean, maybe Bronson Reed, but Bronson Reed might still be a little bit shorter. He's definitely heavier. But you know, at six foot three, which isn't super tall, anyways. Yeah, you know, cross Isn't that is... Richway guy that got injured. I think he might have been his size. Yeah, probably maybe taller. But right now, there's nobody on television as a contender who's the same size as Cross. Um, so you know, he's gonna be. He's. I guess that's how they're trying to get fans to not like him by having him kind of bully and pick on people who are smaller than him. And um, you know, I mean, he went through that five way match and. You know, essentially did the least amount of damage in that match, but came out with the win. Um, so I think that's how they're trying to get fans to kind of turn on him, despite his cool entrance and his hot wife and, you know, the the big bravado that he comes with makes people want to like him. You know, it makes him interesting and seem like a big, like a big deal. Um, you know, or you can just strip all that stuff away and just have him walk out to the ring like a regular Joe on on main event. Um, definitely, he definitely so takes pissed. away his power. He looked he looked disappointed, <laughs> dude. He just looked disappointed. Like this is bullshit. If they Why is the NXT Scarlet, champ? Why is yeah. the NXT champion working main event against local talent? You know, in a squash match, essentially. He worked. He was working a uh, a uh, uh, fudge cake. Shelton. Oh, it was Shelton. Okay, I just saw the entrance. I didn't really see who he was working. It just I I, sh- I watched it until he got to the ring, and it just showed Shelton Benjamin, and I was like, oh, gotcha. So at, at least he was working against the main a name talent though, yeah, rather than local talent, which I thought it was. But um, yeah, just, not as well. He was local I mean, too. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. Play, just, in the role of local talent is mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin. He he did not look happy. Um, yeah, I, I I don't blame him. His entrance is cool. All right. Well, finally, after weeks, months, what it felt like years, uh, we finally learned what Diamond Mine was. Um, yeah. I, I agree with the, this message that Eric you put out on our private chat uh, on Tuesday, but this was definitely the okay. It wasn't even the last thing on our on our mind. It was outside of the universe, this hemisphere as to what this could have been. Um, but we get, you know. With, uh, you know, with led by Malcolm Bivens, I guess you could say led by, but, you know, with Malcolm Bivens uh, leading the charge, rather strong, Tyler Rust, and Hideki Suzuki, now, I don't know if they use, they, well, I guess they did use their, those things in, uh, in you know, in tweets and whatnot, but yeah, yeah. Uh, our diamond mind, it is a... I guess it could, you know, people are, are compared to Catchpoint, of course, the uh, the group that Bivens uh, led uh, on Evolve. 
but yeah, this this is a, a very interesting gimmick. It's it's another group, uh, but you know I like it. I think just the presentation itself, I definitely do like, it, and I want to see how it plays out and how they do because the last thing I want to do is see them just get jobbed. But you know, we all talk about. You know, we all were wondering what was going to happen with, you know, with Roger Strong after he turned in his papers a few months ago. But uh, I guess he, he went to find some new friends. And here, probably with a brand new, quote, unquote, shiny contract. Uh, yeah, get, potentially so. Yeah, we get the diamond mine. Yeah, it was very Far from anything we had imagined, very far from anything that the interwebs had speculated. Um, but I'm very intrigued. You know, I'm happy to see Bivens finally get on TV in a predominant role. Um, he's been flying literally under the radar. He was working house shows for NXT for a long time. You know, they tried to push him to TV a couple times, and but they just didn't have him with the right people. Hopefully now the fans and everybody else can see what he can bring to the table. So far, even though they were only out there for a minute or two, you already start to see the, the di- individual dynamic of the team. Roderick, you know, led the charge, did the first strike to Kushida, you know. After they were kind of, when they were kind of celebrating, he and Tyler Rust kind of, you know, Kind of celebrated, kind of threw their arms around each other real quickly, and there's Hideki Suzuki standing off, you know, a little bit away from the group by himself, um, you know. And Roderick went to go touch him, and then, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not, he's not into that, you know. Like, so you're already kind of seeing the dynamic of the different personalities, where it seems Suzuki's going to be more the, you know, the silent destroyer kind of of the group. You know, he's going to be kind of the silent monster who's not into the games, who's not into making friends. He's literally there just to hurt people. Um, whereas, you know, Rustin Strong may be the – have a little bit more personality um, in the group, a little bit more energy. Uh, but I'm very excited to see. You know, I mean, I guess with the Undisputed Era out, NXT needs another new heel, another heel stable. So in they come, um, you know. Using that, the big closing segment as a debut is very usually a very good thing that they're setting you up for big plans. So, uh, very interested to see this all develop, see them all develop, and, uh, you know, put Roderick Strong against Kushida. It's going to be magical. Um, first off, I would like to uh, just apologize to, um, What's his face? Adam Cole. Um, I, I, I said something a couple months ago that Adam Cole can't get over without a stable. Um, and I'd just like to apologize to Adam Cole. I guess I picked the wrong Undisputed Era member um, because apparently it's Roderick Strong they can't get over without a stable. Um, he just likes having friends with him. He just he just doesn't like he – just, he just likes to be out there partying with his homeboys. <laughs> he doesn't want to be out there by himself. It worked so well with UE. 
Um, yeah, former tag team. It actually did. It actually really did. Former tag team champion. He was former NXT North American champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Uh, the group looks fantastic already. Um, very excited to see what they. Excuse me. What they'll bring to the table. Um, we can tell that Roddy's already got his uh, his eyes set on a shiny new belt. Um, what that means for Rust and Suzuki, who knows? Um, like you said, Danger, I'm super glad that the real Chuck Taylor is now um, in a prominent spot on Tuesday night television where he belongs. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we, we all speculated everything from Tessa Blanchard to uh, a new Raw Underground type deal for NXT. Um, I don't think any of us would have thought it was Roddy. So kudos kudos to to Trips for doing something uh out of the blue. It was it was good. I enjoyed yep. it. Nobody is disappointed except for you know losers. Except for Kushida. Yeah, Kushida too. <laughs> uh which leads us to the Great American Bash. Uh special next Wednesday night. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in a match that I figured the last match would have ended the feud, but I guess they needed to have one more. Well, this um, is a traditional wrestling, wrestling match. match. Yes. Are we going to get, uh, you know, the ref wearing like an old school, you know, referee shirt? Yeah, the blue, the blue shirt with yeah. the bow tie, yeah. Uh, Can we get pure see. title rules for it? What else we no. got? Oh, okay. MSK versus Tommaso, no longer a Grand Patriampa, and Timothy Thatcher for the NXT Tag Team Championships. MSK, beware, um, because this, this, these two guys are going to come to give him some hurting. No one will survive. Um... Uh, I'm 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 really split here. I think that the titles could possibly uh, change hands. I'm fifty fifty on that right now, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. I think it's I think there's a very distinct possibility that that'll actually happen. Yeah. Uh, and the way versus Irishai and Sohui Stark versus. Uh, Ember Moon and Shashi Blackheart or Dakota Kai and Raquel. Yeah, I forget their... Wait, are they wrestling? This is a three-way match. No, they're, I think they're having a three-way match next Tuesday to determine who goes to okay. Great American Bash gotcha. to face okay. LeBay. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's that, a, that's, that's how it's Number one contendership okay. match, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the way versus either Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, Ember Moon, Shotsu Blackheart, or Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, uh, any of those three, as long as they dethrone the way. Unfortunately, uh, that won't be happening, so. Uh, yeah. They will be title-less once again. Nah. Believe that. Nope. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? All right, WWE. Here we go. We're gonna hot hot uh, hot wire. Uh, we're gonna do a 
uh, fire of uh, things. I'm just going to bring a bunch of things up. And, uh, yeah, you guys just give me your thoughts. Uh, first, Impact Wrestling announced this today. Uh, Omega and the, and the Good Brothers are going to be wrestling on the Impact next week against Sammy Screw You, Callahan, um, The Moose, and Chris Saban in six men tag action. Thought Sammy was we, fired. He got rehired. He was fired yeah, he by Callis, and Scott Moore. Got him yeah. rehired. And then Callis yeah. got fired. That was quick. And then Callis got fired, yeah. yeah. Where were you last week? Um, not yeah, I think that pretty much all happened on last week's show. Mm-hmm. It was very, very uh, fast. Yeah. Um, I can pretty much assume who's going to take the pinfall in that match. Probably yeah, going to be Chris Saban. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, AEW advertises the fact that their world champion is going to be on television. Um, they probably won't. No, they're not going to do that. They probably won't. So it may not really affect the viewership of Impact that much. Um, you know, but it's they're making it feel like it's a big match with only one. You know, with only one week's notice, they're going to. You know, Impact's going to do the best. They can to hype that. Um, so hopefully, you know, it should be an entertaining match. But, you know, I don't think it's really going to uh, do a whole lot for to bring viewers into Impact. Didn't we have this match before? Is this not a redo or a do-over? It, Chris Saban's in it, which makes it different. We I had... Mean- we had Swan Moose and Eddie Edwards or something before, I think. So basically, interchangeable um, impact people. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. A world champion, but we're not gonna, you know, hype you as a world champion. Go in here with these other big guys and get your butt kicked and take a. Oh, yeah. Who's booking this? Is um, what's his face back? Is uh, Eric Bischoff on the booker or uh, what's his face? The other one. Russo. Hulk. Hulk yeah. Hogan. Fight it. Probably. Jeez. Yeah. Hail Yes. Hail Saban and his fine tagging partner, the one and only. Motor City for life. Yeah. All right. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. We got new champions in the junior heavyweight tag team division as Bullet Club's ELP and uh, Ishimori. Uh, the one soldier uh, defeated Sho and Yo uh, to become the three-time, 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 but most of all, two-sweet junior heavyweight tag team champions. As uh, ELP called them, the Bullet Club's cutest tag team. Um, it was a fun match. Yeah, it was. I definitely. don't really think it... It didn't really get into that super high gear that I expected it to with these teams, especially for as much time as they had. I mean, yeah, they had a lot of time, and you know, it got into a higher gear towards the end with some reversals and things like that, but not in the way that you would expect. Um, you know, given given the history of these teams and all four men, 
but it was a fun match. I was generally shocked by the win. I thought that Yo and Sho would retain. Um, yeah, but so the, the questionably loaded boot of ELP gives them the victory. Um, you know, and realistically, the junior division is pretty much just three teams right now, the junior tag division, because, you know, they the, the roster is still kind of limited. And you only have one junior team from each of the major factions. Right. Um, you know, and LIJ don't have a junior team right now because Hiromu's on the shelf. They only have one member. You know, Bushi's Bush the only junior. guy who's technically a junior in mm-hmm. LIJ. Um, Hontai doesn't really have a, um, a junior tag team right now because, yet again, they're at limited roster. You know, the only junior... Well, I mean, I guess you could put... You could probably do that. What do they call it? Eight to one. The uh, with uh, Taguchi and Master Watto. You could probably put them back together as a team mm-hmm. and have them challenge. But but then that brings you only up to four teams. Um. So you know, I don't know where this puts the junior tag division. I don't know if the belts kind of go on hold for a little bit. You know, until Japan opens up again, they can start bringing more juniors in, you know, bring some people from Strong, bring some other, you know, other uh, juniors back. Um, but we have new champs, and, you know, yet again, the momentum on the side of Bullet Club, as, you know, in the next several weeks, Taiji Ishimori will look to add more gold to his waist. Mm-hmm as he will challenge El Desperado for the junior heavyweight championship. Um, you know, so he's looking good heading into that match and a whole lot more as the summer struggle continues yeah. into July. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, speaking of uh, New Japan strong, uh, you know, to live and die in LA, uh, we get uh, at least uh, more wrestling with live fans on the crowd. As Fighting Spirit Unleashed will be open uh, to fans in uh, the Thunder Studios. Uh, so tickets go on sale June the 30th for Fighting Spirit Unleashed. And, you know, of course, we're going to see people like Tom Lawler, Juice Robinson, Leo Rush, who's still fulfilling his obligations. Um, Jay White and you know all, all of the uh, John guys. Moxley also announced for that event as well. Yeah, so they're and, literally uh, bringing in everybody who's pretty much still living in the states who right. can't make it back to Japan right now for you know because of the the COVID crisis there in Japan. Uh, so if you're on that side of the country, right. it's definitely a good chance to see some top well, level talent been... that you may not get to see. Well, I, I don't know if he's going to be at, at that show. I mean, I know he's uh, he's he's scheduled to be at the big at the resurgence show in uh, the Coliseum earlier. Uh, okay, I'm month. getting I'm getting the, maybe I'm getting yeah. the shows mixed up then. Yeah, yeah I was the, thinking the big, we were talking the, about the big big show that they're having at the I think the uh, LA Memorial Coliseum. Um, uh, it's a few days earlier, and that's, yeah. that's the one. Uh, where we're gonna see 
where Mox, uh, Mox and Lee. Jay White and stuff will be there as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it, the big it, big show was in Jacksonville. No, 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 not really. No. Um, but yeah, that will be resurgence. Um, which is uh, yeah, it's gonna be another show with fans. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's August is a big big uh, month for New Japan Pro Wrestling America, and uh, you know June thirtieth is gonna be the day everybody's gonna be uh, looking at the uh, it, you know the the web based uh, box office to look for tickets and start planning those uh, flights to the city of angels. Um, yeah, so good for them. I think they, they will do well with that. I think, you know, that's going to be good. And, uh, LA is a good place. A good, you know, they're starting to open up and, uh, yeah, we're going to get to see, uh, you know, just the superstars of new Japan for wrestling. He's a new, new Japan for wrestling style here. And, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be fun. Um, speaking of uh, what New Japan was supposed to do and not supposed to do, uh, Daniel Lee has officially booked its return to the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. I think uh, they're scheduled to be there, returning to New York, or as people would say, back to New York, two weeks before AEW uh, has their own show in New York. And this has people on the interwebs saying, hmm, what yes, a coincidence. Yeah, people speculating that WWE is going there as as kind of a subterfuge to where fans pick them instead and then don't have the money to spend for AEW tickets two weeks later. The, the real story I'm hearing is that WWE even planning to go there that on that specific date for several months and that it really doesn't have anything to do with AEW coming up North. Um, just a coincidence. The shows happen to be close together. Um, but you know, we, we may never know the, the real, real answer. I mean, is, is WWE even scared of AEW at this point? I mean, Remember what happened every time WCW tried to go up north? Uh, they didn't draw well. So WWE is New York. New York is WWE. And point blank. Mm-hmm. It's their territory. Always has been. Always. I mean, will it's be. yeah. MSG is the house Vinnie Mac built. People forget that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's see, uh, ROH, uh, you know, announced they're having, uh, uh, Dragon Lee defend, uh, the, the world TV title against Tony Deppen. That will be a fun match, uh, to watch. Um, yeah, to, uh, Tony Deppen is really like him a lot. Uh, at tri- uh, tri- the Triple Crown Championship, uh, now vacant. Due to COVID, even though COVID is still not in the rearview mirror, uh, as uh, Suwama was contracted with COVID-19 and had to vacate the title. So we have a good old three-way title match. Uh, uh, 
for for the belts uh, and for the Triple Crown Championship uh, on June 26, which is uh, coming up soon. Jake Lee uh, versus Kento Miyahara versus Yuma Aoyagi. Uh, sorry, so terrible with those names. Uh, will be facing off for the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, should be a fun match. Anyway, check it out. Uh, if you find a way to, um, I think they stream stuff. I don't know. I'll keep up with everything. I find stuff on the, on the internet when I can. Um, and what else is going on? AEW, did they do anything? I haven't watched in a couple of weeks. So, AEW being AEW, that's what they're doing. I haven't watched since we all watched the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, MLW announced uh, the the new draft pick uh, on this week's draft. Ed Duca, who of course was released from his uh, WWE uh, contract, uh, what is not signed, um, and he will be uh, participating at Battle Riot Three on July the tenth, and of course uh, that will. Uh, that will be interesting to see how how he does. I, I don't think, did I, you guys ever see him in anything he did or NXT, or did he just never uh, even I get a match? I don't remember him on NXT TV. So that's, but that's not to say he didn't, you know, have a smaller role. But he definitely didn't get, you know, a lot of a lot of screen time. So who is it? Uh, EJ e. Duca. Wow, I've never heard of him. Mm. We, yeah, we I don't, talked about I don't, him a few weeks ago when he got released, but yeah, yeah, I definitely don't think he got he got much TV time, if any. I I didn't think so either. I, I think he got any time, but you know who knows. Um, uh, he could be one of the bunnies at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa Coates, uh, known for most fans as uh, the Super Genie, the sidekick to one Sabu, uh, passed away uh, this week. Um, now, I, I, I had heard that she was ill, seen a bunch of stuff about her lately, uh, but... Man, I I didn't see this one coming. I didn't think that whatever she was going through was gonna be, was this bad. And uh, sadly, another loss in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, I got to meet her a couple of times um, when, when she and, and Sabu came to AEW. I mean AEW, AWE. Lord of my, uh, real nice people. Real, real, very professional. Um, at least you know. From, from my interactions. Uh, well, that's, so... that's pretty much what we're hearing across the wrestling world, too, is is not a lot of stories about, you know, her time as a bodybuilder, her time as a professional wrestler, or even a whole lot about, you know, stories with her, you know, managing Sabu. It's more about um, interactions with people and, you know, the kindness that she exerted and, you know, how she just seemed to make friends with pretty much everybody she came across. So that seems to be her legacy that she left more so than a, a large extensive body of work. But but I'm with you. Uh, you know, I 
had heard something several months back that she was battling an illness, but didn't really know how serious it was and hadn't heard anything for a long time and honestly hadn't thought of her much um, until, you know, the note came that she passed away this week. The word I'm hearing now is something to do with blood clots, but I'm not really sure. I mean, she was, she was only 50 years old, so she's fairly young. Um, you know, but it's yet again, you know, somebody, you know, another person in the world of professional wrestling lost, you know, long before their expected time, um, is always, is always sad. Yeah. I've never really, uh, had any interactions with her. Uh, I don't even know if I actually ever saw her in person. Um, but just judging off of what a lot of the workers and everything has said about her on Twitter is that she was just a kind soul. And, um, it's always sad when somebody from professional wrestling is, you know, gone, especially before their time. Um, and I mean, 50, I mean, God, that's, that's not, that's not old at all. Honestly, at this point in time with, with everything, advanced as advanced as it is like that's still relatively young so i that's just it's heartbreaking um sad very very sad Patrick not know he's muted? Probably not. Yeah. I just thought we were having a moment of silence. Yeah. We were having a moment of silence, and you guys broke it. I'm like, you know what? You just, didn't inform you us know, it was yeah. a moment of silence. Well, if you just said, let's have a moment of silence, we wouldn't have we been awkward have about it. To yeah. We just thought you, we just thought you muted yourself. You muted yourself, and we're still talking. Yeah, this like you good. always do. Not like I, no, I, I don't always do. You do it at least once an episode. Well, you don't have to call me out for it. Uh, yeah, we do. That's what we do. We break each other's balls about shit. Uh, we all love each other, but we break each other's balls about it. All right. Yeah. See, okay, people. See, back in the day, I would have edited all this out of the show. Yeah, so we, but we're live, pal. <laughs> he edited stuff to make himself look better and it, make it us look like, like fools time. still. Yeah. It would take me more time editing the show than the actual recording of the show. I wouldn't uh, yeah. edit it. No, no yeah. we're not. Okay, no we're edits live. now, baby. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, after that interrupted moment of silence, now we can. Uh, that nobody move knew on. we were having. Uh, Mickey James uh, announcing she will be wrestling at the NWA 73rd anniversary show. So, yeah, so she's not only working behind the scenes, uh, but she'll also be participating in some wrestling. Yeah, she um, well, she's executive producing um, the Empower event, which is Saturday, and then the 73rd anniversary is Sunday. Now, she, she kind of set the Twitter ablaze a little bit by putting out a video saying she would be wrestling – but she didn't have an opponent, but she was open to anybody across the wrestling world. So you had fans tagging their favorite wrestlers. You had wrestlers tagging themselves saying, hey, I want this match to be a dream to wrestle Mickey. 
you know, on the NWA pay-per-view, et cetera. Um, and then base, basically Mickey just went through and liked and, you know, uh, emoji, emoji reacted to most of these posts just to kind of keep fans' appetites satiated for what possibly could be, um, you know, depending on the forbidden door is seemingly open to allow people to come into alt elite wrestling. But so far we've seen it sparingly used to allow all elite wrestlers to go elsewhere. But it could be a possibility, you know, somebody from all elite, depending on the door could be somebody from impact. Um, I hope it's somebody from impact, you know, it, it could be potentially a lot of different people. Could be somebody who's appeared on the on the NWA shows recently. Could be somebody who hasn't appeared for NWA in a long time. Could be somebody we haven't seen on pay per view before. You know, that's that's where the speculation is right now, and they're doing a very good job at at, at stirring that pot up to keep keep fans interested. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to keep our fans interested now. So we are going to watch uh, the last Hell in the Cell match of this month. Uh, so yeah, our own part four of Hell in a Cell. Fucking we hate the crate. Like we missed one word before, but I here we, we go. Watch three because we uh, missed I, one week. At least, at, at least it's uh, it's not a red cage. Of course, next. Uh, Next month, we'll be watching Great American Bash matches in honor of the Great American Bash. So what 94 Um, match are we going to watch, Patrick? We've already established there was no Great American Bash in 1994. That's the good thing. That's the beauty of it. So what 95 Great American Bash match are we going to (laughs) watch? I I haven't thought about that one yet. We haven't gotten Um, that far. We kind of got a little lazy. With picking our Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. Usually when we pick a theme, we spit all the matches out beforehand, and we just say, okay, we're going to watch them in order, we're going to do this. This time, we've kind of gone, oh crap, yeah, it's Thursday again, what Hell in a Cell Brady. are we going to watch? Come on. Um, well, that's you guys' fault, because I chose I, I chose like two different themes, you guys just didn't like those. Look, I, yeah. I, I said I wanted to watch Al Snow and Boss Man, but y'all should... Shot that down. We so shat, we shot all over that, yeah. Cause yeah. So in a hell in a cell match, it's a kennel from hell match. They're different, okay? Yes, you have to be hell in a cell. It's um, to to that your to your luck, for some reason, Hulk Hogan must have had in his contract that he doesn't work Great American Bashes because I don't think he's in any of them. Praise uh, God. So. You might have been the... You like to take the summer off to film Thunder in Paradise. While the way Three ninjas. Uh, it's okay. There's, there's plenty of Ric Flair to, be, to go around for you. As our friend uh, the Iron Sheik would say. Yeah. Um, I, I got a couple of choices. I mean, ju- just looking at the main events, but I mean... It could be one of many matches. One of many matches. So I'm going to be honest with you. The reason that I didn't really care about picking any Hell in a Cell matches is because I really don't like Hell in a Cell. I just think okay. it's overrated. Well, over the over time it has been, but initially as we talked, it was built up to be 
this big intimidating thing. Guys went into it. It took such a toll on them physically, mentally, that they were never the same wrestler when they left. It was usually used to blow off a feud, to finalize something, but, you know, in the last 10 years, we've had yeah. this excess of Hell in a Cells, you know, like we had this week, where we had four Hell in a Cells in four days, you know? All right. well, and well, three well, of those you... matches didn't necessitate a Hell in a Cell. So, yep. we took it back to the days when Hell in a Cell was still new and shiny and scary and weird. Back to Armageddon 2000. Alright, yeah. But yeah, you, you can kill. Like, I should say what the match is so people can look at it while we're killing time. Yeah, while we continue uh, to beat bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Armageddon 2000. Uh, that is, uh, of course. See, if you're watching on the Peacock, it's season two, episode <laughs> one. Only one episode per season, as you guys can tell. Uh, so yes, ep- season two, episode one, Armageddon uh, 2000. We're starting at the Two-hour, one-minute mark. Again, two-hour, one-minute mark. Two-hour, one-minute mark. Go check it out on the Peacock. Hopefully, it's the same time on the award-winning WWE Network. I don't know. Haven't had it in a while. Uh, And uh, I miss you, Network. uh, Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm an idiot. Okay. Um, put me on the pause, uh, and hopefully now you've unpaused me if you're listening to this a, a, a few days or a week later, uh, and you're now on Armageddon 2001, the second hour. Not oh, 2001, the, Armageddon 2000. 2000. I saw the 2-1 on, on my, on on my screen. It's season 2, episode 1, yeah. There you go. Because so, the whole season thing. I, this is I this is a whole like you know one of those tongue thingies. Uh, yeah. What do they call them? Tongue twisters. Tongue twisters? Yeah. yeah. So I'm again two thousand episode two no season two episode one hour two minute one. It's, it's a lot of Jesus two ones. I uh, <laughs> didn't make this up, but you know who booked this crap? All right, here we go. In three, two, one, play. And we start with the cage. Yeah. Going down. And it gets the cell music, baby. Dun, 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 You know, JR doesn't have a good feeling. Probably means he just sold his pants. Um, yeah. That's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. So if you guys remember correctly, <clears throat> the big story about this match it's for the championship it's Kurt Angle's his champion right still Kurt Angle goes in as champion yep it is the six biggest stars in the WWF at the time um Vince McMahon was against this match because he was afraid that some of his biggest stars would get hurt in this match and he would lose money by by a big star being hurt and not out there to to perform and earn the money. So Vince is against this match. He didn't want it to happen. The wrestlers kind of took it upon themselves to create this and make it happen. You know, but this is, you know, 
it is 2000, so, you know, the usual suspects are the top of the card. You know, out comes Triple H first. The match also features The Rock, Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Kurt Angle, and the outlier, of course, being Rikishi. He did it for The Rock. Because he ran over Steve Austin with a car and he did it for The Rock. And that's why he did it for the the people. Yeah, that's why he's somehow in the main event now, temporarily. Basically, he's just there to take the big bump, as you'll see later in the match. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, Rikishi takes the big bump. Um, you know, as we had seen the Foley and Triple H cage matches, we'd seen Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, and the way they'd gotten all bloody, and, you know, Mick Foley going off the cell, through the cell, etc. So the fans were expecting something over the top like that for this match. So input Rikishi, who's there basically to be the fall guy. Um, Spit the water! And take the match. Take the fall for the big match. So that the real big stars of the WWF wouldn't have to risk life and limb um, any more than they already had to. Oh, yeah. Rikishi is very briefly used bad guy yeah. music. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Wearing that green because, like, I mean, this is where I'm making yeah. my money, of course. Yep, yep. I'm making my money in the in the main event of the pay-per-view, y'all. This man don't look like a head of the table, though. Hey, if you think about it, you know, you know, come full circle, now his sons are in the main event the picture. Time. He sits at the buffet table, okay? Except for the, the they, they're the not doing table. it for The Rock. They're doing yeah. it for the Roman. So. Little little baby Roman, and we already know that Roman's still. better than the Rock yeah. ever could wish he could be. What what's up with you against the Rock? Fuck Dwayne! Can't wait to watch Roman spear him out of his Hollywood boots. The boots with the with the back strap cut out. Yeah, for no uh, fucking reason. So you can see his bulging Oh, calf the muscle. champ is here! For some reason, the champ comes out in the middle of the pack. We don't understand it. He's not first. He's not last. He's in the middle of the pack. They were kind of sending people out by order of the ovation. They would probably you get suck. if I correctly like they like to do. You Fans suck. were not doing that yet. He had not had the feud with Edge and had his head shaved, and people didn't chant, you suck yet. It's okay. He they was quiet while he's coming out. They still knew he sucked. Kurt Angle has never sucked. And you, mm-hmm. know that's, you know that's the truth. It's damn true. Well, except for his, you know, like his last WWE run, that that kind of did suck a little bit. Look, we chanted "You suck" in his Hall of Fame. He sucked. Oh, he loved it though. He oh, he, he, did. he encouraged it at that point. He said, "Let's do one more for old times' sake." And then we just continued to do it all the yeah. time because he sucks. The Patriot? Are you kidding me? He's back. No. Uh oh. Angle. He's here. Come rolling, rolling, rolling. Wait, so rolling? Copyrights, copyrights, copyrights. What's playing? His copyrighted music because we can't play Kid, Kid Rock. It's limp. Oh, it is. It is. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, that's rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, okay, that's new. WWE, uh, on the WWE Network, they didn't have that music. Oh, may- well, maybe somehow Peacock they, is tied into the record label that this is on. 
That's possible. I didn't think about that. Because I think I th- or they yeah. just haven't gotten around to cutting censoring the music yet. I mean, it's Slim Biscuit. How smart are they not to you know to stop them from using it? Hey, Fred Durst was in SmackDown too. Yep, he was a playable character, baby. Does that look bigger? What do you mean? Or that one look bigger? Uh, that's bigger picture. That's bigger, yeah. So leave it like this. Boo! Boo! Uh, Rikishi should have hit you. People are acknowledging him. Fuck the Dwayne. Boo! He's being acknowledged. Well, he's not the head of the table or a tribal chief. He wishes he was half the talent that Roman Reigns is. Is he going to start flipping around the ring and, like, overselling for no fucking reason? Yeah, going on Memphis for no fucking reason. (laughs) See, and here's the story. Kurt Angle, never been inside a hell in a cell before. He's kind of intimidated. He's kind of a little scared. He's hanging back. He's not ready to enter just yet. So that's part of the story of this match, too. Because Kurt Angle has the most... It's a one-fall match. You know, Kurt Angle doesn't have to be in the ring to to lose his championship. So he's literally going to have to pick and choose his spots in order to keep his title. Oh, is this when he was wearing the ugly... Austin goes right after Angle. That was Austin's second best theme song. He said, oh, that was there, a bad one. You, you get back in there, you son bitch. Step up. Oh, and them Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right. It's getting crazy already. There's Bedlam in the cell. Yep. He did it for The Rock, but he's beating The Rock up. I know, yeah, right? The Rock, didn't, the Rock didn't appreciate it. That's no, why he's no. mad. The Rock didn't appreciate yeah. it being done for him. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if he accepts uh, yeah, Roman. Well, Roman kind of threw out the challenge, you know, in an interview. Said he didn't want any. John Cena... And the Rock better not come back because otherwise he'd he'd make them you know wish they stayed in Hollywood. So he's kind of calling out both guys. John Cena was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I want to say, you know, plugging F nine. You know, the Fast and the Furious movie that he's in, where he's somehow Vin Diesel's brother. You know, Vin Diesel's Italian, and they don't really look that much alike. But the racing movies um, that somehow turned into criminal. He's from Boston. Yeah. Isn't that the close thing to Italian? Yeah, no. No. That would be New York. Boston's more Irish. Irish, yeah. Um But John Cena kinda hinted at with Jimmy Fallon that he would like to come back to WWE and and do some more with WWE, you know, when when he's able. Well so didn't he advertise? Well. No, he's not even advertised. But didn't he like cause up a storm recently also by uh, changing his Twitter profile picture or something to the WWE logo? Or I don't know. I, I think I heard like that either Twitter or Insta. Like he put in his, he you know, he changes 
profile picture to the Lily logo, and people uh, are like, oh, you're coming back. Yeah. He's like, no, yep. I just missed it. So I just want to say yeah. hello. There you go. That's John Cena for you. Always working the fans, brother. Mm-hmm. As Kurt Angle goes to work on the dead man. And we're still looking at Samoan on Samoan violence. When will this ever stop? I know, never. Right? Ne- the answer is never. Never. It's still going on. And Samoans are still fighting. Yeah. They need 20 years unite. later. Samoan, mm-hmm. Samoans need to unite. They fought, they fought in the Hell in a Cell one, you know, 20 yep. years ago, and here they are again. Yep. Says pressing the punches, baby. He's running down the punches. Hit the rope. Fuck you. Give me. Oh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. Going for a pin. Ugh. There you go. JR spitting the rules. One fall matchup. Kurt Angle is the champion, but he could. You know, he definitely needs to keep his eyes on what's going on in the ring because he could possibly lose his championship without being pinned, submitted, etc. But there's a lot of long-standing rivalries between all these men. You know, not just the current rivalries, but they've all been battling each other for several years as, as the top of the card. And then there's Rikishi. And then there's Rikishi, who's kind of the, the outlier, yeah. This was kind of his brush with the top of the card, and then he was kind of never seen there again. Relegated back to comedy guy, you know, dancing funny fat guy. He had a um, was was this was this where his intercontinental title run was, or was that later? I honestly don't remember. I think this might have been uh, before. Okay. Boo. Your Anybody but Dwayne. That move. Why do you do it so shitty that you can't beat people with it, huh? Yeah, why are you so shit, Dwayne? And he's always so screaming, so vocal. For no reason. Yep. Because he's electrifying. It's painful mm-hmm. to be so electrifying. And his poontang pie. Yeah. And stuff about cramming, cramming stuff up dudes' butts. And do you smell what he's cooking? Yeah. Yeah. Is he a good cook? I doubt it. He probably has people cook for him. Yeah, at this point he is like the highest paid actor in Hollywood. He probably has a very large... Uh, very large group of people who cook for him. Not as large as Roman would have, but, you know. Because Roman's the head of the table, the tribal chief. All right, so, so I think now I Undertaker's before. trying to get Argo in the ring. Triple H stops him. As Samoan against Samoan, violence continues. Violence continues. Uh. All right, so now Triple H got... Undertaker outside the ring. Oh! Undertaker and... was balding at this point, too. He's been yeah, balding for a been, while. He's been balding for a long time, yeah. <laughs> Old man. Dying your hair black for so many years will have an effect on you, I guess. It takes its toll on your hair, brother. On the follicles. Old Kirk Angel yeah. over here. Yeah. It's 
Just a lot of people taking turns stomping on each other right now. Stomping a mud hole and walking it dry. Yeah. Slap. Then I slap. I'm a bad man. All right, here we go. Rocky and no, that's Triple H. No, never mind. I couldn't tell. I don't know. It keeps freezing up through the uh, shared feed, so I'm not sure what's happening. It's you're freezing. It keeps freezing up. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, buffering and stuff. Oh, it's not buffering. Not exactly this fluid. Then you you uh, the same image for five, six, seven, seven seconds right there. Is it doing it to you, Eric? Uh, not really. He's not paying okay. that much attention. I am. I'm watching it. Yeah, you just can't see him. I just don't have my light on in my room. He inside. He, uh, he Eric decided not to wear clothes today, so. Oh no, go. I'm wearing clothes. I just don't have Your a light on in my room. Already bloody. Of course he bloody is. What right a bloody mess. Triple H was a bleeder back in the day. He's like, you gotta be in the ring. I'm like, okay. He I'll learned from the best. The That's why Nature Boy is his idol. At least he's doing it facing the hard cam. That's a pro. Sure that fence really doesn't feel good against your face regardless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Real or fake? Up being raked against it, yeah, it definitely doesn't feel good. He's doing, imagine. he's just doing laps with Hunter at this point. Yeah, Jesus, he's dragging him, letting everybody in the crowd see Hunter's bloody face. <clears throat> Ooh, right on, the, on the, right on the beam, yeah, on the support beam, yeah. Triple yeah. H just climbing into the ring to gig a little more. All the gigs, brother. Yeah. He's wearing the crimson mask. By God, a chicken barbecue and waffle sauce. Oh, leg drop. Uh, do, 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 do. And now, come on, Rikishi, focus on the man who's actually more hurt. In the ring, yeah. Turn yeah, it up. Fully in the ring. No, he doesn't turn it up yet. He's a bad man. But he's banging it, banging it, banging it, banging it. No. Uh-oh, uh what is this? Oh, already? oh wow, Rikishi takes the pedigree like six minutes into the match. It's over. No, no. Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh, here's his shitty punches. Oh, here we go. Boom. Oh! His DDT was DDT. so bad. One, two. Why was I ever a fan of The Rock when I was a little kid? You were a mark. Because you were a little kid. Uh, yeah, okay. you liked who they told you to like. Angle slam! Angle slam! One, two, nope. It's Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stump my Oh, here we go. Are we going to get it? No, no, no. Ooh, we're going to get a last ride. to break it up. And the choke slam. Got him goozled. Da, na, 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 na. What was the weirdest, longest pin I've ever seen in my life? 
<laughs> he like hooked his arm behind his head and then laid on yeah. him and then and then the ref like gingerly slid down and it's like oh what are we doing here guys they were giving him proper time for triple h to get into position to grab his leg before yeah make, make sure you give uh undertaker time to get there to pull him out because hunter's bleeding out at this point yeah Hard to see. Hard to see your position when you can barely see because you got blood in your eyes. It's always crazy to me because when I bleed, I don't bleed like that. It just kind of sits yeah. there for a minute and then it's done. But you know, the rassles, well, I guess. Well, well, wrestlers apparently have specific tricks in order to try to thin their blood out so it so it runs and leaks a little more. Makes um, sense. You know, sometimes it's drinking a couple beers before you go out. Sometimes it's taking a, a few Advil, something else, oh. aspirin, something else that will thin your blood. Undertaker lands on his feet. I always just thought it was because they were sweating and it just made it run more. So it looked like worse yeah. than it actually was. Could be part of it. But yet again, I've heard the tricks of, you know, taking some aspirin or chugging a beer or two before you go out to the ring to kind of thin your blood a little bit. Interesting. Uh, here comes Vinnie Mac and the Stooges. For some Still. reason, they brought a truck bed full of sawdust to try and disassemble and carry away the hell in a cell. Were they just going to put the cell on top of all the sawdust that was in the back of the truck? Yes. Seems like the most logical explanation. Yeah, yeah. God dang it, just Mr. McMahon still on the uh, uh, on the other what's that crutches uh, cane? Maybe. No, that's Undertaker. When he, when he ripped his legs apart, sliding into the ring that one time. <laughs> oh, no, that, that was later. <laughs> and then he got up all pissy, like what the fuck? And then he had to like sit there and do the rest of the segment because he couldn't stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Vitz. Thanks for all the entertainment you give us, Vitz, but that shit's funny. This is why anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. There's a match going on, but we're watching a weird scramble with some old guy throwing a chain into something that doesn't... Yeah, he's anything. like, we're gonna drag this whole cage away, yeah, even I'm though it could literally harm... With these little chains. Hundreds of fans around it. I'm just in the middle of the, in, of the cage, yeah. They'll move. Unless they want to get crushed. Oh, we're looking up the entrance ramp. Who's coming? Oh, by God, it's Mick Foley. By God, by God. The commission. Mick Foley. I forgot he was commissioner. Yeah, I know, right? I forgot about him being commissioner at this point, too. So the commissioner is Mick Foley was the one who set up the match, and Vince is like, no, I don't want it to happen. Saying, hey, Pat, what are you doing? Hey, pal. Saying these guys are all too old. Oh, no. What are you doing? Oh. oh. The weakest, the weakest right hand in the business. I know. He And he, like, hits you with his wrist. He hits you with, like, the inside of his wrist. Don't you dare, Vince. Don't you dare. With your cane there. Oh, who's that? Oh, just cops. security. Just security. The cops, brother. Oh. The fuzz. They, yeah, the commissioner I got know. him banned. Yeah. No! This is my show! Please! You're hurting me! 
Somebody call my mama. Meanwhile, there's a WWF championship match happening in the ring. That we haven't watched for about and 10 we're minutes. Watch, we're watching non-wrestlers do stuff instead. When the match it gives them time well to take a breath. Multiple times. Oh, but now since there's no door on it, the wrestlers are, are climbing out. Oh, he just like... Rubbed his hand right into the face of blood. <laughs> Nasty son of a bitch. <laughs> like, blood on me. I'm never washing this hand again. <laughs> Here comes Austin by God. Bang. Big shot is back to head. Get up, you son of a bitch. Uh, oh, yeah. no, when not the had, poor Mercury. When they had individual uh, oh. sets for the pay per views instead of just having one generic set for everything. That poor Mercury. That looks like the same car that Rikishi drove to hit Austin. <laughs> it probably was. He had some busted old hoopty that he literally drove through him. Oh, he's grabbing the camera like, on the zooming boat. in. Oh, he's going to swing. Oh, oh not in the oh, nuts. No. Not, oh, and then he, he fell and hit the, the other car. car. <laughs> oh, Son God. of a bitch. Meanwhile, Why is that car there's 14? Probably, there's probably action in the ring that uh, we're not Nope, seeing. everybody else is out here. He's on the outside. Okay. Except well, Undertaker the somewhere. The match can't end on the outside, as they said. Had to end in the ring. That's the night. Oh, no, the that's the nice car. Cell matches. <sighs> the one where Triple H hit the pedigree on Jericho on top of the cell and rolled him over and pinned him, and the ref still in the ring counted the pinfall. Which I don't know how the ref saw. Wow, that was a breaky. Yeah, very breaky window, yeah. There's Undertaker. Keish needed to take a seat. Yep, having a seat, taking a breather. It's like, I'm not used to working this long of matches, guys. You got to give me a chance to take a breather. Oh, here's Austin Vision on the replay. Ah! Right in Triple H's nutsack. Uh-oh, Austin's bloody now after going through that breakaway glass. Oh, Kurt Angle goes through glass. Is Kurt Angle going to be bloody now, too? Everybody's got to bleed in this match. It's a requirement. Earl Hebner, where you at, bud? Yep. Oh, look, it's the green shirt, there dude. He needs, to, he needs to get a little bit more Triple H's blood. Yeah. And now he needs to get Austin's blood and mix them together. Yep, create his own super wrestler. Have the, the super wrestler that'll have the weakest knees and quads in the business. Yep. Bad neck and everything, too. Yeah. That's okay, Steve. We still love you. I guess. Just not when you're charging 160 bucks for an autograph and then, like, mm -hmm. 60 bucks more for three-word inscriptions. That's... $100 more for a hundred... oh, three-word inscription. It was Jesus $99 Christ. for a three-word inscription. Never mind, Steve. 60 bucks without one, yeah. Are we going to get a rock bottom on the top of the car? No, no. No. Oh, he hit him in the dingus. Yeah. Hebner's just like, I don't know what to do anymore. I know. The king said, thank God the man was here to bring these animals. Like, the guys are doing more damage to each other outside oh, than they pedigree. were doing inside the cell, okay? They're hitting these cars and hitting the floor. They're taking more of a beating than they were in the cell. It truly is Armageddon. 
God, I actually missed these themed pay-per-views. They were so cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Before they called, they would have renamed this Hell in a Cell. Oh, no. Rocky Baivia is bleeding. Yeah. Who's not bleeding at this point? Keish, uh, Taker, and I Kurt. Yeah, I haven't seen Kurt bleeding yet, although Kurt went through glass too. Um, Let's tell in a cell, Taker has to bleed. One would think. It was his matchup, you know. Kind of a prerequisite. Uh, I don't know which was the worst bump, hitting the hood of the car or sliding off and hitting the concrete? And they'll probably hit, hit the concrete. Yeah. Because he was expecting the car, but then he already he was yeah, expecting to uh, slip down yeah. and fall. Put his feet down to protect his back and stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, they're all dusty cars, too, so that's just going to get inside yeah. your bloodstream. Yeah, oh, Triple H is going for a ride. I hate the fucking catapult, dude. It's so goofy. Wee! Oh. oh. <laughs> he got air on like... that. Went flying, yeah. And Austin didn't even give him a rest. Literally dove on the back of his head with an elbow drop. Where he could even and catch his <laughs> And then tripped over the fucking uh, yep. lighting. Yeah. Look at him, bone. Oh, here's the replay of the catapult. He slid down it very nice though. A plus yeah. on that. Tried to kill him with a with a fire barrel. Yeah. Well, fuck! If you're not gonna let me hit you with it, I'm just gonna throw you I'm in just it. Gonna, you're gonna hit the barrel one way or another. I brought this barrel here for a reason, and yep. we're gonna use it. Your head and this barrel have an appointment, son. Oh, now Kurt and The Undertaker are at the outside of the cell on the other side. Oh, no, the ring hammer. Ah, now choking him with it. Oh, oh that wasn't a, no, that was the microphone. That was, I thought that was a little ring hammer. Fink's just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, please don't. Don't bleed on don't get blood on any of my stuff. I paid too much for this suit. I don't get paid yeah. enough for this. Uh-huh. They're not gonna give me another suit if it gets dirty. No. Please just be kind. Okay, is this when he starts climbing? I like his puka shell necklace. I want one. Yeah, the nineties love to grow and the nineties are back again, so you can probably find them in, at the mall. Oh god. No, He's going to hit JR with it because it's time for JR to bleed. Oh, there's there's Undertaker getting uh, yep. getting the gigs. Yep, now he lays down on highs. The camera goes elsewhere while he's cutting his forehead. Somebody's climbing now. Yeah, well, I think they had to kind of climb over part of the the truck bed to get back in the cell. But there's Triple H trying to climb away from Austin. So now Undertaker's now bleeding also. Yeah, Undertaker's bleeding. 
So now it's, oh, I just saw Triple H's butt crack. His, his very untanned butt. We're watching a Triple H match and Mika's not here. It feels dirty. And we just saw his butt. She definitely would have liked that. She would have popped. Oh no, they're in the crowd and Undertaker's all bloody. He's going to give somebody the AIDS. Yep. I was going to say the COVIDs, but yeah, we're a long ways away from the COVIDs at this point. Asking well, I mean, I guess you. asking you shall receive. She heard you talk about Triple H. Oh, here we go. Boom. 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 I Boom. said Triple H's ass and she shows up. He's like, no, Austin, I'm not that one that's supposed to fall. I'm not taking. I didn't crazy do it bumps. for the rock. I make people take the crazy bumps. I don't take the crazy bumps myself. I'd be scared as hell to be standing on top of that thing. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Me, me too. Especially how the way that's moving. Yeah, it's not exactly stable. You know, you kind of like it's kind of like walking on a waterbed is what it looks like. You know. Yeah. Like your feet kind of wobble every time you take a step. Why Kurt's up there crawling around, trying not to fall down. Kurt's got the right idea. Yeah. Jr. sounds like he's got a frog in his throat. He's been screaming for twenty. He's been screaming for twenty minutes. He's choking on his barbecue sauce. See, that's just that's that's like a thousand pounds up on top of that. I'd be mm-hmm. I'd be scared as shit right now. Oh yeah, because Taker's three twenty easy. There, I would probably just put yeah. the lid on. See, Undertaker learned his lesson from working with Sean. He's trying to stand on the on the cross beams as much as he can. Yeah. Remember he and well he and Mankind were walking and they like stepped through part of it. Yeah, and then he just time. chunked Foley's ass through the. Bitch. Yeah, through it. Well, it, yeah. He slammed him on it, and then he ended up going through it, yeah. So Rikishi's down there, just taking a breather, not not doing much. Kishi said his uh, fat ass ain't about to do that. The Rock's doing the same thing somewhere, just hanging out. Rock says he makes too much money for that. Yep. I'm not here to take the big bumps, brother. And when I do take the big bumps, I got to flip, flop, and fly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh oh, Kurt. Kurt Angle, I think, is bleeding. Did they mention? Did they say that? I can't see yet. Can't see close enough. Ah. Uh, Triple H is doing the smart thing, trying to climb down now. He said, the on- "There's only two ways to get off this thing, and I'm going down on my own power." I'm not going through it, or. Yep, I'm not going through it or off it. I'm. I'm making the decision on how I get off the top of this cage. He's like, I've seen this play out one too many times, guys. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Uh, There's Fatty McNair. Who's for Rikishi to actually making the climb? Well, Stone Cold and Triple H have climbed down now. Come on, Kishi, you can do it, bud. And Rikishi's trying to get away from the rock. Climbing now. 
He looks like he don't want to stand up either. Uh, no, he's he's honestly probably. I think he was. I think I remember part of the backstory is he's legit kind of afraid of heights. So that's why once and then of course he was afraid of falling through it because he's so heavy. So he was like, once he got up there, he's like, I'm gonna try to move around as little as possible. Yeah. Walk on the cross beams. Get hit by chairs. Chair at the Undertaker. Now, why would Taker throw that chair down? Because he was done hitting him with it, and he didn't know Rikishi was back there. <coughs> Don't turn your Bad back man. on the wolf pack. The wolf pack ain't here. Ooh. Ooh. The Undertaker looks dead. Always, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a dead man. Yep. Is he walking, though? Not right now. He's getting choked with a chair. No, no. By this point, he was dead man limping. That's why he went with Limp Biscuit. Yeah. He'd be limping, limping, limping. <sighs> He's limping, 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 limping. Kurt's trying to run away now. Kurt said, nah, fam. Uh, I'm yeah, done with this like, too, you're bud. Up you're up there with a... You got fat asses up there with a chair. He said, I, I ain't down for that. He looked at Rikishi no, and said, Kurt's this ain't bloody, it, chief. So. Rikishi's the only guy not bleeding in this match right now. But he's going to make up for it in just a minute. When he tests out the shocks of the truck. Look at how high they are. Chicken and barbecue sauce. Oh. Taker sold that uh, Samoan headbutt very well. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta do. Yeah. We're getting really close to the edge over here, guys. Uh, mm -hmm. what's, what's gonna happen? He had to make... He had to make sure he, he was positioned right directly in front of the truck bed. Wait! Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen to the crowd go crazy. Oh! Choke slam! Bug out! You watch the replay, he kind of pushed him a little bit. He didn't really slam him. Yeah. He just so it was a choke push? Like, what in Austin's the world like, just Austin's happened? Ring, like, like, what the, the heck? Fuck? All of that was... All of that was in a bag like five minutes ago, and now it yeah, now it's not. He hit it, and it just kind of exploded everywhere. Well, no, like it was when the, when they brought the truck out, all of it was still in a bag. No, and they I had guess... a lot loose, but there's still some bags. There's like they're like those fifty pound bags or whatever. There's still some bags there, but there okay. was a lot loose already. Oh no, here we go. So Rikishi's been eliminated from the match. Basically, Rikishi's essentially been eliminated from life. Cell. Yeah. Uh, I see Triple H in the ring. I think Kurt's in the ring too, but I, or in the in the cell, but I can't quite tell. Yeah, I think I see him at ringside. I genuinely don't remember who won this match, so this is actually kind of fun. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I, I want to say, if I had to guess, I would guess Triple H because, you know, he won, he won everything in 2000, but yeah, no. Yeah, Triple H was kind of master of the hell in a cell for a while. He kind of Took it as his own signature match 
because he actually won them, where Trip, where Undertaker kind of lost more Hell in a Cells than he won. Look, it's the shitty elbow. Well, he hit that weak ass spine buster, and he still laid out from it. The people's elbow, man. The people's elbow. Why Your elbow. You just, why wouldn't you just go ahead and pin him after that spine buster if it's so devastating? <laughs> Triple H said we ain't got time for this shit. Fuck yeah. out of my reign. This is hell in a cell, brother. We ain't got time for all that fucking flashy bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. Just an elbow drop. That apparently can win a world title. Yep, multiple. And the best title reign that any of us have ever seen. But whatever, you know. Got to do it for the... Well, he didn't do the people's elbow to win that match, though. I thought he just did the rock bottom to win that No. He, he, hit, he, hit, he beat he hit Punk the rock with bottom, the... then people's elbow? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you got to win it for the people, brother, because the people, uh, were, the people uh... were tired of seeing it, even though nobody was tired of seeing it. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, he pretty much just stuck a middle finger in his eye just to break up the pin there. Austin316 says, I just whipped your ass. Miss King of the Ring. Like a legitimate King of the Ring, not the not dumb like shit that they were doing. Three to five years. Yeah. Yeah. I would say when King of the Ring meant something, but it really only meant something one year. When Billy Gunn won it, yeah. <laughs> well, Brock was the one that won it. And then was like guaranteed a title shot at SummerSlam, so yeah. that was when they actually started making it mean something. Well, but the King of the winning the King of the Ring itself was supposed to be a big honor. It wasn't a guaranteeing you a title match. It was supposed to be that the tournament had the prestige in itself. Yeah, yeah. It's just coincidental that the person winning yeah. many years or in the nineties was getting a title shot by a hand. Climb, By a hand on the his neck. hand on the rock. Yep. Just enough do, to cover do, 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 him and do, do, steal do, do, the win do, do. and remain champion because Kurt Angle is intensity, integrity, integrity, and intelligence. Intelligence. The three eyes, brother. Even bloody, even a big bloody mess, hell in a cell, all that stuff. He still keeps his wits about him. His first his ever hell in a cell. And wins, yep. I think it's only Hell in a Cell, if I remember correctly. Uh, I believe you I are remembering a, correctly. I don't think he had any other Hell in a Cell matches. He said this, this that one was enough, brother. Yeah. Yeah, th- I mean, this was definitely enough. Uh, they're still looking into Rikishi. Yep. Because he's dead. about to get a hayride. Triple H is still like, is the match over for real? Undertaker's still asleep on the top of the cell. Yeah, he's so tired after pushing a fat guy. He just thought he was going to take a nap. But Keish was heavy, He's bro. like, yeah, I won. I won. I don't even realize I won, but I won. Oh! Stutter! To send the crowd home happy. That, that, that was Stunner. the uh, Attitude Eras version Play of Austin's Hogan music. Must Pose. Stone yeah. Cold Must Stun. Except yep. that one was better than the Hogan Pose. He's got to stun and play his music to end the show. Gotta send the fans home happy, brother. Yep. They Stop won't the want to buy the, They won't want to buy a ticket this, to the next the, time in town. Is this, the, is this the disturbed version? I can't really make it out. And yeah, uh, yeah. The disturbed version of Stone Cold Steam. I hope. 
It's the best so version. That, that is this is how we say goodbye to Hail in the Cell. Uh, a, you know, a fun show, uh, a great show, I'm really thinking. interesting to watch, really fun to watch, and we managed to make it uh, on our time. We not get uh, kicked out. Uh, so great job, guys. And uh, uh, great job to everyone job. listening. We definitely appreciate you each and every Thursday night coming to hang out with us. Uh, make sure you check out the, all of the recordings at the backlog on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, TuneIn. And uh, make sure you also follow us on the Twitter machine at uh, FOW Radio. Uh, Danny is on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Mika's on Twitter, wherever she is, at Mika Villas. And Eric's on Twitter, at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter, at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.